Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I'm I'm a little tired today, honestly. Yeah, I woke up with a migraine, so my day has been a little bit rough. I have a lot of brain fog, so if I sound dumb this episode, sorry about it. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> I think we'll we'll make it through. We will. We will survive. Um, okay, first things first. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Um, mm-hmm. So, I have a lot to talk about before we get into our stories. Okay. Um, so, I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. First of all, so we talked about you, your story last week was about Gettysburg, right? Yeah. So I was just, you know, doing some research for some future episodes earlier, and I stumbled across something that you didn't talk about, but I found, and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to share it because it's crazy. Apparently, um, there's a place in Gettysburg called Devil's Den, and Mm -hmm. if you take the rocks from Devil's Den, which a lot of people have, you will be cursed. Oh, my God. Wait. I think I actually have heard of this before, but I didn't come across it when I was looking this up. Mm-hmm. So I guess I didn't remember to put it yeah. in. But, no, I've definitely heard about that before. Literally, I have never heard of that. But apparently all the time, like, the nas- the park office at Gettysburg gets sent mail and it will be rocks, and it'll, people will leave notes like, hi, I'm dumb, and I took these from Devil's Den. Will you please return them? I'm so sorry. Like, oh, my God. And then they claim to have, like, all of these bad things immediately go wrong after they steal the rocks and, like, go home. Because, you know, most people are traveling through there. It's like a tourist location. Yeah. So, like, it's not like they can just go back quickly to return them. So mm-hmm. people said they have gotten, like, illnesses like cancer their dogs and pets were killed they got in like serious relationship issues failures surgeries hospitalizations like right immediately after they stole these rocks and i was like oh wow like that's really crazy oh jeez, i know yeah Um, see i i need to look more into that that sounds like i should have added it (laughs) right that's a big thing yeah like it's literally cursed and Mm -hmm. i'm just like wow so, um, don't take rocks. Honestly, it's really bad to take anything from places that have history, which is, like, everywhere. Because you never right. know what could be attached to it. And you don't want to curse. Like, that is not a souvenir you want to take home. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I bet people take them thinking, like, oh, I won't get cursed. Oh, for sure. They're and like, they curses aren't them, real. Yeah. They take them knowing that there's a curse just to... To try to prove it. Yeah, just to test their fate or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not me. No, no. Um, Okay. Another topic. This is random, but I'm just very confused by it. Have you heard of the Amazon Key program? Oh, no. Okay. Wait, actually, I think I have. Is it they're going to let Amazon people go in your house? Yes. What kind of sense does that make? Is that real? Like, is that a real thing? I saw, I've been seeing commercials for it. And I was just like, there is no way that this is real. It allows the drivers to have access to put your packages inside your house or your garage. Like, that is so unsafe. Right. Like, I think their thing is they, 
wants to like reduce theft. Oh, for right? sure. I get that. But it's like But like what, what if... about the Amazon person coming in your house? Exactly. Like... like and are you like doing severe background checks and stuff stuff for like delivery drivers? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of people that work for Amazon. Like it could be anybody. Yeah. Like I don't know. Also like having access like having a computer system to have access to your house like that to like because they don't leave a key under the door i'm pretty sure this is for like programmed like security houses you know like Uh they have a code to get in so like there's a computer system with all these house codes to get in that just sounds like something if i was a hacker i would go hack to i mean i'm not but i'm just saying like this Hmm. just sounds like a mess like a lawsuit literally waiting to happen like i don't know i don't I don't know. Amazon, they're not thinking right with that one. Right. Like, what are they doing? I don't. Mm-hmm. So that, I was just like, okay, that's a step. That's like 10 steps back. Like, I get the idea, which I think like the Amazon locker, I think that makes sense to protect. Yeah. Like, that's a good idea. Jeffrey Bezos. But right. <laughs> um, I don't know about this key thing. So if you're considering doing that, maybe not. Maybe just, like, yeah. risk the $20 t-shirt you ordered from Amazon getting stolen. I don't know. That's just me, personally. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I wanted to talk about is I am sure, maybe, that you've heard of this. I know you have, Savannah, but to the listener. Um, that Gabby um, Petito is missing. And now mm-hmm. her husband, Brian Laundry is also, um, well, he's missing, but he's on the run. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gabby has not been seen or heard from, like, on the phone by her family since August 25th, and the last text they got from her was August 30th, which they don't know, like, anybody can send a text from her phone. Yeah. And literally her husband, and they were, so they were in Grand Teton in Wyoming. That was the last place they were seen. I've seen things where people have found their van, and Brian just went back home to Florida without his wife. And now nobody's seen her. So, mm-hmm. um, where could she be? It's yeah. very suspicious. Um, if you know anything, please reach out to the police because it's just not, it's not good. Mm-hmm. I've seen TikToks from this girl who actually ran into him oh, um, yeah. during that week that he was trying to get back home. Um and she was saying that she had actually gave him a ride and he was acting like really weird. Oh, so. yeah. I think I saw that, too, because he was like a hitchhike. He was like hitchhiking. Yeah. Which also like don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> I, I don't know. But that's just besides the point. So if anybody knows anything, you know, I thought I would try to spread a little bit of awareness anyway. Um, You know, call the numbers. Everybody's working to find her. Hopefully we find her alive. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's all for the news segment of today. That's all I got for you. Yeah, that last one was a little heavy. It but... was. It's it's dark. But I mean, who knows who we could be talking to out there? So if you know anything, I'll leave the number in the description below to call. Okay. Well, that's good. Um... Hey guys, so this is future Taylor talking to you. Um, me and Savannah literally just finished recording this episode of the podcast and we were just, you know, talking and I was checking my phone and 
my phone was blown up with the information that the FBI have discovered Gabby Patino's body in Wyoming, where she was last seen alive. So, um, that's really all the update that I have for you uh, for that right now. But I just wanted to tell you before, you know, this episode is released that, because I had said, you know, like, if you have any information about her, please say something. But she has been found. So rest in peace to Gabby Petito. And everybody be on the lookout for her husband, Brian Laundrie, who is a person of interest in the case. But just wanted to let you know. So rest in peace to Gabby. Now, I don't have anything to like transition really from that like yeah. I don't know if I should just jump right into just, it or what just jump right on into it we you know okay. there's not very many uplifting topics that we talk about here right okay <laughs> um I mean sometimes occasionally uh, okay well this week I have a creature to talk about <laughs> love a creature um and you definitely know what this is. Um, and I'm surprised that we haven't done anything really with these before. Um, werewolves. <gasps> yes! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Jacob! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we knew Savannah was going to... I knew literally you were going to cover this. Because I was like, you know, Savannah got the vampires. We got Team Edward. But me was... Um, I was definitely Team Jacob, so... Well... I don't really have anything to say to that. So. <laughs> I, I'm just going to, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Um, well, there's like a lot of stuff on werewolves on the internet and like there's so many different legends and stuff. So I'm just going to like touch on some of the stuff that I found because like the lore on these, it just varies so much. Since mm-hmm. They've been around for so long and they're in so many different stories. Mm-hmm. But I'll sort of try to give like a good overview of what werewolves are and like where they sort of come from and yeah so let's sort of get started werewolves of course are people that will transform into wolves yes um Ow. yeah i'm pretty sure it means like <laughs> man wolf or something like that mm-hmm. um and in asian countries actually they have legends of were tigers and oh. leopards oh yeah, so I get because wouldn't they I mean, be called like really... tiger wolves? <laughs> like, what kind of? I thought were meant man. Anyway, that's irrelevant. <laughs> what? No, like, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, you said they're they called have like were-tigers? instead of were instead of like werewolves, it's like a t- oh. they turn into a tiger. Oh, okay. Wait, I was thinking the complete opposite thing. That's crazy. No, because I don't think like our ti- are there wolves. In Asian countries. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. I definitely did not know that. I would yeah. rather be a were-tiger. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Personally. But I just thought that was interesting since, um, like, even if there aren't wolves around, like, people still thought to connect yeah. those types of animals with, like, turning into, like, shape-shifting and stuff, which yeah, is that's crazy. weird. Um, so some legends, werewolves can shift at will whenever they want to, you know, like in Twilight. <laughs> yes. Um, but also side note, what, the werewolves in Twilight are not actually werewolves. They're just like shapeshifters mm-hmm. that 
take on the form of a wolf. Yes. Which, it, it um, seems like it doesn't really make a difference, but it kind of does, because um, werewolves, they, like, will kill people, mm-hmm. and if you're just, like, shape-shifting, like, the ones in Twilight, they're supposed to be there to, to protect people. Oh, okay, interesting. So that's sort of the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it's like that in every story of werewolves that they, like, always kill people, but I think most of the time they <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, at least most so, that I've heard of. Yeah, and I thought that was weird. Like, I think in, in one of the Twilight books, they mentioned, they're like, oh, yeah, we're... N- like, the werewolves aren't actually werewolves. Like, those are a whole other thing. And then they sort of just drop it. It's like, okay, can we dive deeper into that? Right. Can we go back just a few steps, please? <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Side note on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the Twilight fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the regular werewolves. Um, in other legends, they need, like, a sash or a pelt or, like some object that will help them transform oh interesting instead of just like being able to do it at will mm-hmm. um and in some stories uh people can be like bitten or scratched by a werewolf to become one Ooh. or sometimes they're just like born with the ability or you know it just varies so much yeah. um and of course, there's in many stories werewolves only transform during the full moon. Yes, I feel like that's like the typical legend. Uh huh. Um, and actually, there was sort of a study done on like violence during the full moon. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know if this proves much, but it was listed in one of the articles I read, so I just thought I'd mention it. Um, at Australia's Calvary Mater. Nat- uh, Newcastle Hospital, there were 91 acute behavior accidents um, in a period of 11 months, and 23% of them were during the full moon. Interesting. I have heard a lot of my friends work in hospitals, and they say that absolutely, like the full moon, you do not want to be on shift. And I'm like, okay, right. interesting. Right. It's like, I don't really know why. Like, what is that even? I don't know either. But also, like, if you think about it, because I mean, I mean, I definitely believe in astrology, like the moon, like ruling us because, you know, I mean, it rules our gravity and stuff. So, I mean, I think it makes sense that like the moon's energy could be messing up some stuff. Mm hmm. Yeah. And back to what you were saying about like people, you know, saying they don't want to be on shift for that. Like, Mm -hmm. Patients have even been reported to show, like, wolf-like, wolf-like behavior. Oh, what? Like, biting or scratching people. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that is so horrifying. Yeah, like, in the in the hospitals. Yeah. So. I mean, they did say that drugs or alcohol could play a role in that part of it. But Definitely. still, like, that's just... Still, that's so weird. Like, what are mm-hmm. the odds? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to get into sort of like, historical stories of, like, wolf transformations. Because <laughs> this kind of goes back pretty far. Um, the first, like, man-to-wolf transformation, like, written down was in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Okay, yeah, I think I've read that. Yeah, um, it's, like, ancient Mesopotamia, um, earliest notable piece of literature mm-hmm. um, in, like, 2100 B.C., 
And so I guess that was just like the earliest part of it. I think it's just like a short poem, right? Yeah, definitely. I definitely read it in school. Mm -hmm. Um, It also appears like werewolves also appear in ancient Greek and Roman texts. Um, So there was a tribe called the Nuri um, in what is now Russia who would wear like wolf pelts for warmth. And apparently a Greek historian referred to this as, like, a transformation that they would take. Oh, interesting. So, I don't know if that's where werewolves come from. It's like, oh, we're we're wearing the wolf. Yeah, we're wearing. So it's like, oh, you become one. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Um, And then in Arcadia, which is in Greece... Uh, people worshipped Lycian Zeus. I think I'm saying that right. Like, Lycian meant wolf. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's like wolf Zeus. Wolf <laughs> Zeus? That's what I was going to say. I didn't know if you were, like, saying, like, yeah. them separately. <laughs> no, like, but that's... interesting. Yeah, apparently that was a, a version of Zeus, I guess. I, I want to really see know. a picture of wolf Zeus. Right, I know, I need to look that up. Um, So there was a legend that they would tell about a werewolf. Um, uh, There was a mortal named Lycion. um, Who, he was like, he wanted to see if Zeus was really all-powerful and all-knowing. So he killed his own son and served him to Zeus. Wow, wolf Zeus? Um... Actually, I don't know. I think it, it Regular could Zeus. be either one. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Zeus, had he knew what Lycion had done, and he punished him um, by turning him into a wolf. Oh, wow. So. Well, that's what he gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Zeus is all-powerful and all-knowing. Well, yeah. <laughs> he tested him, and he failed. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it goes all the way back to then. Um, Oh, and this is, like, really interesting, too. So multiple people in the 1500s claimed that they had an ointment that would turn them into werewolves. Hmm, I wonder if that just meant, like, it made them really hairy. Um, well, let me explain a little bit further on that one. Okay. (laughs) It's a little bit more than that. (laughs) Um... It's so weird, though, because it's, like, really multiple people did this. Uh, there was Pierre Burgot and Michael Verdun. Um, they sort of, like, worked together, I think. Um, and then later, Giles Garnier, he, like, did this by himself, but, like, did basically the same thing they did. And it was, like, around the same time. And it was in France. Like, all three of them were in France. So it's, like... <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so, um, unfortunately, they used their, like, werewolfness to, uh, kill children. What? Uh, Yeah, and possibly some cannibalism in there, too. What? Okay, I was not expecting you to say that. Yeah, yeah. There were some pretty bad werewolves there. Um, and they, they all claimed that an ointment made them turn into werewolves. Okay. So, it doesn't just make them hairy. Um, yeah. 
Wow. I wonder what ointment it was. Um, I know. Um, there's, like, a theory that it could have been, like, hallucinogenic. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That would make that would make sense. Maybe. Yeah. I don't and know what like, they could be seeing. Right. To want, make them want them to think. kill children, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, definitely like, happened before. Uh-huh. It just, like, made them think that they were werewolves. Um, or it could have just been, like, something random and they could have just been killers. Yeah, true. I mean... You never know. That's kind of a common theme, so I don't, like, shock you again. Um, People will claim they're werewolves and then just kill a bunch of people. I wonder, like, are they just claiming that to, like, have a reason behind them killing? I mean, I feel like that's a little bit, like, what are the odds of that, you know, for multiple people doing that? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of weird that it's just, like, similar stories every time mm-hmm. but all right another ex- real life example of a werewolf was peter stubb and he's actually one of the most popular stories of somebody like being a werewolf um and this was in the 15th century he was a farmer in germany um and he was supposedly like he was seen transforming from a wolf to human form uh, by hunters in the area I want to see that. I know. That would kind of be cool. Um, and he confessed to killing some people and and some animals. Um, and he's kind of gross. Um, eating their remains. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he said that he had an enchanted belt that he would wear that turned him into a wolf. Hmm. But not surprisingly, the belt was never found. Of course it wasn't. Uh huh. He was executed for his crimes. Oh. Um. And some people actually believe he was innocent, and there was sort of like a witch hunt against him. But he confessed. I mean, people confess all the time. Well, they sure do. I mean, they did it. That's true. That's very true. They could have been like questioning him for hours or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like people oh, yeah. do that. Like that happens. Oh yeah. Um. So, yeah, he could have been framed uh, for being a werewolf and for, being like, killing people. So they could execute him just because, you know, maybe they didn't like him. Yeah, that's true. You know. Um, or maybe he really did kill those people and who knows. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, like, did they not have evidence? Like, the only no. evidence was that the people, the hunters saw him transform? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, and that he, like, confessed. So it's like, yeah. eh. well, because, like, so that just brings in the whole idea that, like, you know, the witch hunts. Yeah. Where they would just, like, pick a random person. It's like, she's a witch. We got to burn her at the stake. Yeah, or they would say, this is a really common thing. They would say if, so they would throw, they would tie, like, weights to a woman's ankles who was suspected of being a witch. And if she drowned, she was not a witch. But if she survived, she was a witch, and then she would be burned at the stake. So regardless, they would be dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have some stuff like that later. Ooh. Um, in my a lot notes, of similarities. So but yeah, it's really weird. So if you ever hear about a story of somebody being a werewolf, it's like, okay, well, maybe they were just framed like the same way that witches were framed. Ooh, okay. I have a question. You might not know anything about it. So is, 
are most of these stories men like is this like men's version of witches yeah yeah i think it is whoa cool okay Mm-hmm. yeah i didn't really think about that part yeah because i mean they didn't really say like oh that man's a warlock let's kill him i know i think well i think they did call some men witches maybe but not like nearly as many trip. as women yeah no um okay so i have another like real life explanation that is not as bad as like these people being like murderers um so this one was peter the wild boy peter the wild boy yeah he was literally a wild boy um he was found in 1725 wandering on all fours naked in the german forest no i didn't mean to make fun of him oh that's sad he's probably abandoned yeah yeah i don't really know (laughs) but he was literally a wild boy. Um, people thought he was a werewolf or, like, at least raised by wolves. <laughs> like, that's what they would say, they said, because I guess... Yeah, I mean... Find a random kid in the forest. I mean, I yeah, and he's walking around on all fours, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, and he didn't speak. Um, he ate with his hands. Um, and he was actually adopted by the courts of King George. King George?! The first and King George II. No way. Yeah, but he was their pet. Oh, oh my God. Savannah, you said this one was better. <laughs> it's slightly better. He didn't kill anyone. Oh my God. That's bad, though. I know. I know. It's really sad. Because, yeah. But at least he wasn't just, like, wandering the forest. I mean, I mean. I, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, There's like, I wonder... I know. I wonder how good they treated him. Like, they had to treat him, like, a little bit good, right? I I mean, I would hope so. But also, King George was, well, I don't know which one, but the one in Hamilton was really mean, so. Oh. Yes, I will mention Hamilton every podcast. Yeah. You just might as well get used to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we now actually know of a syndrome that he probably had, uh, which is called Pitt-Hopkins syndrome. Oh, no way. Mm Mm-hmm. And that actually causes a uh, lack of speech uh causes seizures D- there's like very distinct facial features that come along with this mm-hmm. um they'll have difficulty breathing and intele- intellectual challenges oh, so okay. i mean honestly though if you do put all those together and he just like was found in the woods it's like okay well maybe <laughs> yeah maybe not a werewolf but yeah. you know maybe he's just a mentally ill boy who doesn't mm-hmm. have a family. But you can see how back in the day they would have thought something like that. Oh, 100%. We're just now, like, really getting into mental health. People really did not believe in that at all uh-huh. back then. Yeah. And there are a few other diseases um, which are connected to, like, werewolfism. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's a disease that's very similar to, remember when... I covered vampires. There was... Yes. I think I called it clinical vampirism. Yeah, that's what it's called. And it's where you, like, really believe you're a vampire. Mm-hmm. Clinical werewolfism? Well, it's similar. It's lycanthropy. Okay. So, like, because lycan must mean wolf. Because yes, you've said that does. a lot. Or whatever. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Because, like, lycian or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that was... I think it's the Latin word for wolf. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. 
So yeah, it's lycanthropy. It's a psychological condition makes you believe you are turning into a wolf or another animal. That's crazy. This reminds me of that vine. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, okay, no, we're going to move on. Um, just move on. I'll okay. send it to you later. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so there's also a disease that causes extreme hair growth. Hypertrichosis. Oh, yeah. I don't... Mm-hmm. We know we don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Um, causes like, extreme hair growth. So you can imagine, like, back in the day, if people had a bunch of hair growing on them, they're like, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're turning Werewolf. into an animal or something. Yeah. So. Um, rabies could also be confused because it's oh, like... Because they're animal-like. crazy, foaming at the mouth, you know, crazy stuff. Um, and of course, if you're on hallucinogens, you'll start to believe random stuff. Oh yeah, you can so. believe literally anything. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm turning into a were- werewolf." Mm-hmm. Let me go kill or people. You are. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so there are a few tests to, that you can do on somebody to see if they're a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a werewolf test. <laughs> well, I don't know if you really want to. <laughs> no, no. Some of these aren't that good. Um. First of all, there were some, like, distinguishing features, um, which are really just, like, normal features that people could have. <laughs> so, it's, like, it's really hard. But, like, okay, first one, unibrow. If you have a unibrow, you're, like, instantly a werewolf. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's really... First of all, almost everybody would have a unibrow. So... Right. I mean, maybe yeah. not as dark hair, but, like, everybody has hair all over their face, so... Mm-hmm. I think, like, if you had a really distinct one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's curved... If you have curved fingernails. So, like, what they sort of mean? look like claws. Oh, oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, if you have lower than normal ears. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. What does and, that mean? Uh, <laughs> like, what is a normal well, ear location? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there... There definitely is a normal ear <laughs> location. There. I want to see somebody with a lower ear. Yeah, I mean, I think you can picture it, right? Like I can, but it looks weird. <laughs> see, that's why people thought something <laughs> was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, like, the way that you walk could give it away. Like, if you had a swinging stride, they said. Or, like, I walk on all fours. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, so some of the tests, um, you could be tested by being cut. So um, they would cut your skin and see if there was fur underneath the wound. What? <laughs> Is there fur underneath a wound when you cut a werewolf? Like, what? Yeah, apparently. So it's like, I, I guess they're thinking that you, like, I don't know, you're... you're wolf form is just underneath your human form first of all that's like, disgusting to think about that you're like in a skin suit i know yeah <laughs> i don't right. really think that's how it works i know but apparently they, that's what people thought i don't know um so there's that and you could also uh tell so if you saw a wolf that didn't have a tail mm-hmm. um that was a werewolf because oh wolves like werewolves don't have tails but regular wolves do okay i mean that's probably (laughs) the only one i might believe right well actually you might believe this one too if you injure the wolf in like its wolf form 
um, it will appear in human form too. Okay, yeah. No, I would, yeah, if I saw that, I would also believe it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you, I don't know, hurt its back leg or something, then in the human form, their leg would be hurt too. So then you'd be Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, they're a werewolf. Yeah, okay, well, that one, I can see that one too. Did people, Mm -hmm. like, fail these tests? Um... I mean, probably. I didn't really look yeah. too deep into it. I, just know if they I mean, these ones don't underneath when they cut somebody open. Oh, I know. I I don't know. See, these tests seem way easier to pass though than the the witch ones. You know. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, I know. Now that you said that, honestly, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're like. <laughs> I don't know. They, yeah, I, don't I know mean, either. probably the one with like the injury would be easiest to connect. Oh, d- yeah. Or I mean, you yeah. could at least say that, but also just because somebody has an injury doesn't mean like the, the the same as a wolf did. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know, but that that could like if you're going by just. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm sure people but ate that right up when they said yeah, it back that's in what the I day. Mean. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's all I have written down for the tests that you can do to find one. Um, and I do have some remedies on, like, how to remove the werewolf form. Oh. <laughs> um, so, like, there's, like, different cultures that believe different things. Uh, so, the ancient Greeks and Romans, they would cure this by making the person really exhausted. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they would, like do make them do like a bunch of physical activity <laughs> okay and then like, yeah. the werewolf part would just leave they're like no nah, i'm actually tired i guess because <laughs> i i think it, it came from the idea that werewolves would be like really tired after hunting and stuff so they wanted to replicate that okay <laughs> it's like i don't really understand but okay i guess you know they had to do something to get rid of the yeah, werewolf exactly um and in medieval Europe, they would use medicine. What right? medicine? But also, like, medieval medicine. Oh, God. So they would use wolfsbane. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, they would try to fix it surgically. I don't really know how they did that. <laughs> okay. But just cut something bad. out of them. That sounds real bad. Yeah, it does. Um, or by just exorcism. Oh, interesting. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and most of these cures would just kill the person. Oh, yeah. That is just awful. (laughs) Yeah. So they're like, oh, you're a werewolf. Um, we need to go fix you. (laughs) It's like, oh, actually, we're just gonna gonna kill you. Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole time you're probably like, I'm not even a werewolf. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have a few more. Um, there's a Sicilian belief that I think came from an Arabic belief. I don't know. This one's, I guess, widespread. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to hit a werewolf on the head or forehead with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> like with the sharpen or just like smack it in the head? Um, I'm thinking, like, with the sharpened, right? Like, just stab it in the head? <laughs> like, yeah, obviously that's gonna get rid like, of it. Like, maybe not stab it, but, like, hit it. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
They also believe that you can put nails through the hands of the werewolf and that will cure them. Oh my god, this sounds horrible. Yeah, so just like crucify them, I guess. Like, I don't really Ugh. get it, but okay. Um, there's a German belief to address the werewolf by its Christian name three times and then it'll just stop being a werewolf. <laughs> Okay, okay. That one seems like the most humane way to do it. There's a few other humane ones. Um, these next two are. Uh, there's a Danish belief that scolding a werewolf will cure it. You bad werewolf. How exactly, do? yeah. That's pretty much it. And go to timeout. Like, oh, like, oh, I'm gotta not go. a werewolf anymore. Yeah. Gotta bounce. Yeah. Um, and the last one I have is um, conversion to Christianity. Oh. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> The power of the Lord will take yeah, the werewolf like, right out of you. Uh huh. Because it's like obviously werewolves are with the devil, so it's like, well. Oh, of course, of course. Need God. Obviously, all you need is God, and the uh -huh. werewolf will peace on right out of there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, werewolves. Like honestly, I didn't realize that they had such a reputation for literally like cannibalism. No, I. I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, when you turn into a werewolf, they do have to go, like, feed, I guess. Cause, like, right, but like, it's like, but, like I, I mean, why, why don't you just eat what a wolf eats? Exactly. Why do you got to go eat a human? Right. I don't know. Gross. See, there is a theory, though, that, like, uh, werewolfism and stuff, like, started as a way for people to explain how... You know, like serial killers and oh. cannibals would would go and kill people. Yeah, so. I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, they're like, well, they can't just be a normal person doing this. Yeah, they yeah. they have to be some sort of monster to do this. Yeah, I mean that actually makes a lot of sense. That mm -hmm. might actually explain like a lot of different like creatures. That, yeah, that like date back a long time. Because, I mean that I mean it makes sense to me because they I mean people who do kill people are literally monsters you yeah. know inside like mm -hmm. wow that's deep that's pretty yeah, deep bro it is pretty deep <laughs> so i don't know what do you think do you think werewolves are real <laughs> um honestly i really don't know i i really don't know i kind of don't i don't really think so but i mean i just i don't know do you think they're real um no <laughs> yeah this one okay i actually maybe for once don't think that it's real i i kind of wish i don't want to say i wish it was real but like mm -hmm. it would be cool i guess see i think it's just crazy that this idea has spread sort of around the world like it's a an idea for a man to turn into a wolf or a wolf-like creature yeah. um in so many other countries like i don't know if the idea just traveled or like it's just it's just real Made, no, it just made its way there. Or it's just real. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> or what if it used to be real and now it's not? It's yeah, like, that's what I was going to say, too. Because, like, I mean, if you look back at, like, Greek mythology and stuff, like, people, like, believe that that happened, you know. And other stuff, like, other crazy monsters, like, other crazy animals existed that we know. So, like, who's to say? Also, who's to say you can't transform? I mean, I don't know. Animorphs was a thing when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, you're to right, read you're them right. all the time. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's actually a show on Netflix um, that I have seen a few seasons of. Um, 
now of course I can't remember what it's called, but it's like these college kids who turn into werewolves oh, by yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um have no, you seen it too? Yeah. Oh my god. They turn into werewolves by like Stop. putting on <sighs> Yeah, the skin pelts. Like the yeah. skin and like the skin chooses them. Oh my god, Savannah, I'm so mad right now that I can't remember what that's called. <gasps> I love that show. That's a really good show. If I wish we could tell you what it was called. Um to watch Let me it, look but it up. yeah, definitely do that because that's what I was gonna say. Actually, is when you were like describing how somebody becomes a werewolf. Is that in that show, The Order? The Order, yes, and it's so good. It's also about magic and stuff. So yeah, if you haven't that. seen that show, The Order, you should you should definitely watch it. It's it's pretty good. Definitely, it doesn't. It, it's honestly, it does have the best of both worlds. It has magic and stuff, and werewolves, mm-hmm. and a bunch of like creatures. It has like a lot of different legends too, like within like. Like, just, like, yeah. they have to fight different monsters and stuff. It's a really good show. Watch it. Mm-hmm. I know that's all I could think about when I was doing this research. That's all I'm I could like, think oh about God. when you were literally telling me this story. I yeah. was like, well, I don't even know what that show's called. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. Wow. That's so funny. Wow. We love a good werewolf. Mm-hmm. I'm still Team Jacob, by the way. All right. I'm just not going to fight you with all- <laughs> fight you on this, like, right now. But uh, <laughs> later. We can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay well this week i'm switching it up <laughs> Ooh, okay okay so this week i am covering the mystery of the easter island heads oh that's so cool i've always wondered like i know stuff about those like <laughs> yeah yeah no literally i learned so much doing this because i i mean obviously everybody knows what they are like if you've seen that at the museum He's like yeah. uh, the Eastern Island head is the one that goes like dum dum needs gum gum or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like the best part of that movie. But like I actually didn't know anything about them whatsoever, like historically. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I learned a lot. But <clears throat> so they're called the Easter Island heads. And that's always what I've heard of it, like referred to. But they're literally not only heads. They have bodies. Which is the first thing that I didn't know because I was like, I literally thought they were just the heads. Hmm. But so they're cool. actually referred to as the Easter Island statues now since like they discovered they're not just heads. Right. Okay. <laughs> so um, they are found on a Chilean island that's located in the South Pacific Ocean. And the island's called Rapa Nui, but we call it like in, a, in English, we call it Easter Island. So... But it's called Rapa Nui. Oh, Rapa Nui. I've definitely heard of that one yeah. before. I thought they named it Easter Island because, it, like, the colonists that came there, they found it on Easter. On Easter, yeah. It literally. Because I was going to say, it doesn't even so translate dumb. to Easter Island. It's just somebody called it that. So, Rapa Nui is what it's really called and what I will refer to it as. Um, So, literally my entire life, as I said, I thought that these statues were just heads but they also have necks and fairly long torsos. and But most of the photos that you've probably seen are just the head, and that's because the torso and the body part was buried under the ground. And literally, they only discovered this in the last 10 years. Isn't oh. that crazy? Huh. Because they didn't want to dig it up, which right. I completely understand, because, I mean, you know, history and culturally, they didn't want to, like, dig around it, but... Eventually, they got cleared, too, and discovered that they're a lot bigger than they thought, 
first of all. And also what's weird is that their heads are significantly larger than their bodies. So, like, how do they even stand up, honestly? <laughs> but. Yeah. And how would they get that head part on top, you know? Right. Right. And, oh, we're going to go deep into that because, you know, even though. So, basically, up until, like, 10 years ago, these statues were a complete mystery. Now, thankfully, I have a little bit. I have solved a little bit of the mystery, not me personally, but we as a society have solved a little bit of the mystery as to like what they are. Okay. So I have a little bit of answers, but still there's still a lot of things we don't understand about them, Mm -hmm. which is cool. So, um, do you know how many Easter Island statues there are? Um, see, I want to say there's only a few, but I feel like you're going to tell me there's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So I, my guess would probably, cause I know there's like a couple, I would, probably have guessed 15 20 before the research dude there are close to 1000 oh my on the god island. that is not what i would have said like- i am saying i was like there's no way that's true it's true the number the closest number i got was like 887 so i don't know if that's the exact number but just round it to a thousand just in case because i'm like <clears throat> like literally what Mm-hmm. So they have such random placement like around the island. So that's like been a big mystery to historians and archaeologists who've studied this over the years. They're like, why? So Yeah, like what's the pattern? Yeah, like what? <laughs> like these people just wanted to like decoration? Like no. Obviously there was a reason. Mm-hmm. So these statues have brought so much tourism as you can imagine. Like I want to go so bad to see them. Um <clears throat> And, yeah, that would be really cool. Right. And obviously people want to go see, like, the mystery for themselves. But it just makes you question, like, who built these? How did they build them? Why? Why are there so many? And just why mm-hmm. are they, like, why every single fact about them? Like, it just kind of makes no sense, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go way back in history to the first known people that went to the island of Rapa Nui. So we're not... positive on the year, but people speculate around 300 to 800 AD. So, a very long time ago. Pretty far back there, yeah. Definitely. So, the most popular belief is that this small group of people who arrived on the island, they were, like, living the best life. They were thriving on this island. And they were able to grow, like, a really successful community over several centuries. But tragically... They used up all of its resources and starved to death oh, on the island because no. it's pretty small. So yeah. that's the theory of what people have. So scientists and researchers were like digging in, you know, seeing why these people died off and, you know, trying to just put some pieces of this puzzle together. And so they decided to take a trip out to like do some small digs and just soil samples and stuff. And what they found was that this group of Polynesian people may have actually arrived around 1200 AD, which like whatever, like they got the year wrong by like 500 years, Yeah, whatever, you know, that's not that big of a deal. But actually it is because if they actually got there at 1200 AD, that means that basically it's very complicated. So I'm going to dumb it down a lot. Basically, it means that these people were killed off way, way, way faster than they had first believed. Like, 
as if they didn't starve to death. Oh, yeah. That does make sense. Because they said, you know, they just lived on the island until they used up the resources. But if they were only on the island for, like, 200 years, how would they have used it up that fast? So that kind of just left more questions. Like, they thought they were going to get more answers for that trip. But then they were like, well, no, because now this is even worse. So Mm -hmm. literally what happened to these people? And, oh, this theory... It's the only theory I was able to find. And it's not a good one, in my opinion. But I guess it's the only thing that people think could have possibly happened. So, the theory is that stowaway rats arrived on the boat with them. (laughs) Okay? And apparently the island had no other predators to fight with. So, the rats consumed all of the tree seeds. Which then made the forest not be able to repopulate itself, which then led to the deforestation, plus combined with them, like, using the island stuff, that's what made it, like, rapidly take over the small island's, like, resources. Hmm. So, technically, they're, like, they did still run out of resources, and that's why they died, but it happened a lot faster because of the rats. And, like, (laughs) you're really blaming, you're really saying these rats are real capable of destroying this. Right, like, could that actually happen? Right, like, how many rats came on this small boat? It was a very small group of people that came. Like, five rats? Hmm. I don't know. I just, that I feel like it's weird. But that's the only explanation they have even have. And I'm like, that's not a very good one. I'm, I really hate to break it to you. Uh, yeah, also, I don't, fun I don't like fact. Um, <laughs> Savannah, it's just so funny to me that we always do this, okay? <laughs> we always have some sort of commonality. So you said werewolves have are known to have lower ears, apparently. Yeah. Right? Well, the fun fact is that this group of people were actually known to stand out among other people because they have extra long ears. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, fairies, question mark? I mean, I don't know. That's just what I picture when I picture long ears. Right. But maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think they had to have some kind of magical power or something to be able to do what, build all these statues. But mm-hmm. So so they don't know anything about these people? They don't know where they came from or anything? They don't know a lot. So literally like this information, I studied it so hard. There's Everything is a guess, pretty much. They know that they came from Polynesia, like traveled over to the island from there. But other than that, okay, not really much. So, but the only other rumor is about how they died theory is that there were, there could have been multiple different groups of people trying to take over this island. And then there was like a war and then that's how they died, which I guess could also happen. But the reason that we know that these people were from Polynesia is because they did DNA samples on the bones Mm -hmm. that were found and they were um, of Polynesian ethnicity. Okay. So that's literally the only proof. Like, that, like definitive that we found about these people. Which is really crazy, if you ask me. So, um, since we don't know a lot about the people who lived on this island, it's even harder to say, like, what the heck is up with these huge statues that are all over the island? Like, literally mm-hmm. a thousand of them. Yeah. Um, so, but what we do know is that these statues were each carved out of volcanic rock and ash which is what the island is made up of. So that makes sense. Um, They also estimate that each statue took about three years to make. So 
um, three times a thousand, that's 3000 years to make. I mean, maybe they were working on more than one at once, but like, yeah, like how, that how? doesn't make any sense. How? Like, how were they how? there They weren't long? there. They weren't alive on the island long enough to make these within the time frame that they could have made them with. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? Okay. Do they know how old the statues are? Um, like the same age as when, from when the people were there. Okay. Cause I was going to say, what if they were made before and there were other, and there's another group of people, but. Well, no, um, they're pretty sure that they were made with these people. Yeah. Because there's other evidence I'll explain later. That's insane. So, but like, like it yeah, makes no sense. They? Like they, there's, there was not enough time for when these people were alive to have made the, all of these statues. Yeah. So that's crazy. And oh, I also didn't mention it before. So I said we call them instead of the Easter Island heads, the Easter Island statues now. But their real name in the real language is Moai, like Moai. Mm-hmm. So, like M O A I, if you're curious. Um. Let us see here. So it, it's not literally, and like I said, 10 years ago, in, well, it was actually in 2012, um, we came up with what these heads were used for, allegedly. And we're still not 100% positive, but we think we're like, scientists are pretty sure that we understand what they are. So um, scientists and researchers believe that these um, Easter Island heads were used as political and religious symbols of authority and protection. So what that means is that they think that they could have been these people's ancestors or sacred spirits that they like respected and, you know, worshiped. Okay. So almost every single statue found on the Island was found with their backs towards the ocean, which means that they were like, they're facing the inside of the Island, Mm -hmm. like as if to watch over and protect the Island. Right. So the only ones that did not face inward were the seven and it's called the seven Ahu Akiv. So there's only all the rest of them faced inside the island, except for these seven, which face the ocean, apparently to watch for travelers to guide them to the island. So and according to the legend, these seven men, they actually existed at one point, like they were real men. And they were waiting there where the statues are t- for the king to arrive to the island. So oh. that's at least the legend, what they say. Um, but that's not all the mystery I have for you. No, no. Um, one question is, why are they shaped so strange? <laughs> like, Yeah, do they all look the same? Yeah, they all, yeah, pretty much. Like, there's a few differences, but like, pretty much they all have that same general shape that you know of like when you picture the easter island heads um literally the heads are so much bigger than the bodies like the heads are like three-fifths of the whole statue so i don't even understand how they don't just topple over um right but if i mean if they made like a thousand of them they definitely perfected the way they did it oh they definitely perfected it (laughs) definitely um, they also have very exaggerated features. Like if you notice, they have long ears on the statue. So that's one thing, one way that they were connected back to these people. Um, and some people even say that the reason that their features are so exaggerated on the statue is because the Islanders thought that this would prevent them from getting leprosy because 
that's like the effects of the disease would like i don't know i guess make your features less pronounced and exaggerated oh i don't yeah so i don't know hmm. I, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch, but yeah, because <laughs> like, people just want to know so bad, like what is going on, and like nobody just can explain it. Yeah. Um. Let us see here. Okay, so I know I've said literally thirty-seven times already that I didn't realize that the bodies were connected to the heads, but apparently I'm not dumb. This was only discovered in 2012, like I said. So. When I learned about these, it was probably in elementary school. So, like, they hadn't discovered the bodies yet, which is mm-hmm. insane. Um, On all thousand of them? Then? So, actually, the bodies were very, very first discovered by researchers in 1914. Or they, okay. that, they at least thought that there was bodies. But like I said, there was no digging done until 2012. So, it wasn't, like, like 100% there is a body. How are they all the covered, head. though? So they've been there since three, either 300 or 1200 BC. They've been there for thousands of years. And because of erosions and apparently the island is very prone to landslides. Oh. So it like hmm. just the dirt and time over the years. That's yeah. why they were buried. Okay. Um, but what they found when they dug out the bodies was that the lower halves of the statues have inscriptions carved on their backs. Oh. <gasps> crazy i was shook to know that i was shook i did not know that oh my god were they able to translate them some of them um so the most common glyph as they call it was like a crescent shape kind of like a canoe shape very long crescent which anthropologists suspect to represent familial lineage so here's where we're going to tie it all together and you're going to understand basically Um, researchers found red pigment in the burial sites when they discovered the bodies on the island. And they're like, huh, that's weird, this red pigment. So when they dug up these statues, they found the same red pigment. So scientists believe today that these people would, during like a burial ceremony, they would paint these statues red. So basically they're saying, so they're, the bodies are all buried near a head oh so they're like this is like our ancestor and that's where they're getting buried with Hmm. because of the red pigment like it's the fact that they even came up with this theory like blows my mind because it makes sense yeah but like wow so is it like a headstone almost kind of like yeah like the olden day headstone but like a but for a whole, like for a whole family, but a literal headstone. <laughs> See, that would make sense as to why there's so many. Exactly because there were so many different families, and I'm like, wow, like that. It and really they does all make died, sense. Like exactly, <laughs> like man, it was just so. It's so satisfying to tell you a mystery, even though we still don't understand all of it. But it's satisfying to have some kind of an answer. <laughs> right. Yeah, that definitely makes sense as to like why they would be there. Exactly. Okay, how tall did you say they were? I didn't tell you, but it's my next bullet. Okay, okay. (laughs) Perfect timing. So, I also, you know, did I mention how big they were? Because this is still the mystery that we don't really understand. Okay. The tallest one sits 33 feet tall, and all of them weigh over 80 tons. Now, some of them are different heights, but they all weigh at least 80 tons. 
Oh my god. Tons. How? How? Yeah. How? 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 I don't have any answers um, as to how these people were able to move them around because obviously they had to move them. They're all over the island. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really like a somebody like I can't build things like that. But <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, they had to have some sort of technology, right? Well, to like be so, able to lift it. Well, you would think. But I watched the Ancient Aliens episode of this because I of was course, like, you know, of course. <laughs> solid information. They have done all the tests with all of the resources that they would have probably had on the island at the time. You know, like some kind of pulley system that it would, right. they discovered that wouldn't work. It was too heavy. And then they were like, the only logical explanation they could come up with is that if they cut down some of the trees and like use them as like a kind of like a rolly system to like mm-hmm. roll them but they still determined that the weight of the statues would have crushed the trees so they i mean they were mm-hmm. like honestly we don't know like unless there were just really sturdy trees back then the trees today couldn't withstand the weight <laughs> so there's no explanation as to how they built them or how they moved them around the island still don't know um also, researchers don't know, apparently, some of the statues look to be abandoned in random places on the island. So, like, why? Hmm. Don't know Wait. why. What do you mean? Like, there were no bodies, first of all, buried oh. near them. There was just, like, nothing. It would be, like, on one cliff, one random cliff at the very edge of the island, there would just be, like, two heads. Like, hmm. what were they doing? Well, if if we're going with the fact that they are headstones, like, what if they just never got placed? Maybe. You know, they just had them off to the side. They're like, okay, well, you know, the next family, the next family that needs one, this is going to be theirs. Well, yeah, maybe. But apparently, I think their thought is that each family would carve their own ancestor. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they just died. Maybe this... Mm -hmm. Maybe, but apparently there's a lot of unexplained ones. Like, it wasn't just, like, one or two. But also, maybe they were just, like, other deities that they, like, worship to, like, watch around the island. You know, I think yeah. that one could be explained a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've given you all the proof, you know, <laughs> that most likely it's, like, these people's cultures and stuff. But I just want to throw out there, like, aliens? Question mark? how i just don't understand how they were able to build them or move them like they had to have some kind of something i know like yeah see that's what's bothering me is that like like it's so heavy mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. lifted with like ancient technology it's just like yeah hmm. exactly and okay so sadly the largest statue the 33 foot over 80 ton statue actually fell down about 100 years ago Oh, no. Because, like, just the land eroding, it was, like, on a hill. And it still lays there today. It just lays there in ruins. Um, but it's one of the most popular sites to go see on the island. And I'm also just throwing it out there. I wonder how, like, these ancestors and these people feel about their statues being, like, a really big tourist place now. Like, I didn't see anything about it being haunted, but, like, I'm just very curious. Mm-hmm. Like, do people still live on this island? No. No. Okay. No. And do people, okay, so you said all the people who were on this island, uh, they, like, their civilization, like, died out. Yep. Is there any, like, ancestors of, or, like, is there any people from that, like... No, not that anybody... still alive. Not that anybody's ever been able to find. 
because this is like literally one of the biggest mysteries like in history people don't understand yeah so no not that anybody's been able to find i was just wondering if like maybe some people got off the island and like traveled somewhere else Mm -hmm. before yeah and made yeah i don't think they did though oh no which is really sad but did you think i was done because i'm not okay (laughs) good (laughs) so okay this is actually really crazy so this could possibly in my opinion at least have a little bit of an explanation as to how maybe they could have been able to move and make these things i don't know it just might play a part is all i'm gonna say so not only are there these giant heads bodies statues like that's a big mystery on this island but there are also other really questionable stones. Mm, um, okay. And for example, the biggest, most popular one other than the heads, and I apologize so, so, so much for my pronunciation, but I want to try, um, is called Tida Hanga Ote Hinua. Okay. And it is a large stone sphere, okay, like a sphere, that's on the edge of the island and this huge sphere is surrounded by four smaller stones. And then surrounding the four smaller stones are a bunch, like a literal circular wall of like really small rocks. There will be a picture on my Instagram. So check that out because you're going to want to see it. So literally just like imagine okay. it's like a big circular rock and then four surrounding that and then a bunch of baby ones surrounding that. So it's like a weird rock circle. Hmm. Yeah, that yeah. seems like... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that seems like. Okay, so let me tell you what that seems like. So, this was obviously studied along with everything else on the island. And the larger middle stone, the big spear, spear stone in the middle, um, is highly concentrated with iron, which that makes it absorb a lot of heat. And this has led people to believe that this stone possesses some sort of supernatural power. Okay, what? And that sounds crazy, okay? That sounds crazy. But according to legend, this stone was brought to the island by the very first supreme chief of the island from the mythical ancestral land of Hiva, which obviously I need to look into. because. But this story was already too long, so I was like, you know what? We're going to save that for another day. Right, right. But apparently this stone was brought from some sort of mythical, magical, ancestral land. Okay. Okay. And um, it is said that if you touch this stone, like literally if we were to go touch this stone, it could improve fertility, heal sickness, capture spiritual energy, like really improve your life. And so obviously I want to go touch that stone. Um, but this makes me question, did this stone give these people powers or like the ability to be able to, to make these statues? Right, and, like, make them strong enough exactly. to lift them. Exactly. But then to move them. Maybe it made them too strong, and that's why they all died out. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's connected in some way. It's, it's weird. It's a really weird coincidence that that, like, there, apparently there's some sort of magical stone on this island that has just a bunch of questions surrounding it. Seems yeah. a little bit sus to me. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. But, so that is the mystery of the Easter Island heads. And hopefully one day I can come back with more answers. Cause I mean, just in the last 10 years, 
we were able to find these answers. So who's to say we can't find more later? I hope so. I would love, I would love to finally have this not be a mystery anymore. Because I really true, I yeah. Because it's like it's so interesting. It is. I just, ugh. I just want to know. I hate a mystery. I love one, but I hate it because I just want the answers. I know. Yeah, it's really <laughs> hard. Um, and you know that there's got to be like other places like this. One hundred percent. Have similar stuff. One hundred percent. I'm just imagining going here, and it's like, it just seems so creepy to me because it's like, what? are all these things right right and now i'm like is it disrespectful to go because like these are burial sites like and then i'm like what if i'm walking on these burial sites and i get cursed like i don't know the possibilities are it's like it's basically like you're just walking through a cemetery yeah but i feel weird about that even oh really yeah i don't know crazy that's where it had me shook i was like i didn't know any of this yeah so yeah like i Hmm. crazy i really want to know you're gonna like now it's just gonna bother me this whole time too i'm just I know. gonna be thinking like what could have like how like, yeah literally how it's all i can say is how it makes no sense none none there's probably like some really easy simple explanation <laughs> that they're like oh well this is how we did it obviously they're like and guys they're like, you guys oh. are so dumb yeah it's like we're just dumb <laughs> <laughs> i think they had magical powers from that rock personally have, yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. that's crazy but i like how we had the ear commonality between our stories like they both had weird ears which is yeah fun yeah <laughs> yeah oh, fun well definitely go check out our instagram to see some pictures of some magical rocks and some werewolves yeah <laughs> um <laughs> some fun stuff this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> some really off the wall topics but i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> um Hmm. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. But other mm-hmm. than that, I don't really think I have anything else. Yeah, no. Um. Alrighty, well, we'll see you next week. Okay, cue the music. <laughs>